Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. It was two years ago tomorrow when Russia began its invasion of eastern Ukraine. The prospects at the time, of course, were very grim for Ukraine. No one thought the Russian war machine would be held off for very long. Until, of course, the Ukrainians proved the world wrong. Their determination, their will to fight and defend their territory shocked everyone, especially the Russian forces, I think, uh, who continued to face heavy losses uh, in material and men as they continue to fight this battle. But as we all know, no war is won just by bullets and artillery shells alone. It takes not only great leadership and a functioning government, but a functioning economy to keep it all going as well as the citizens, uh, to keep their faith and hope moving forward. So we're two years into this war and this battle uh, for Ukraine. The question is, what does the future look like? So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Well, as we think again about where we think we are as it relates to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the Ukrainians' iron will and resolve. Uh, we want to get to past all of that a little bit and look underneath and behind the scenes in terms of where we are and the, the individual toll as well as the economic toll. And I'm uh, really thrilled to have joining us back on the program once again, Jonathan Friedman, of course, who is president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah. He's also the honorary consul uh, to Ukraine. And uh, Jonathan, welcome back to the show. Boy, thank you for having me. I can't believe it's been two years already that we've been talking about this. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is amazing that we are at this point. Give us uh, just to begin with, uh, just kind of your high-level observation in terms of where we've been and and where you think we actually are today. Sure. Well, let's remember that Ukrainians are fighting like tigers to defend their freedom, their families, their country. They want to control their own destiny, and so for the last two years, since this illegal full-scale invasion. Uh, where Putin and his forces crossed a sovereign nation's borders, uh, you know, we're, we're, they have, we have been so impressed. And um, uh, just in the level of, um, you know, just how the Ukrainians have reacted, uh, they have just they've, they've excited the world and galvanized the world really around them. Yeah, and uh, as you look at how that's played out, describe a little bit about your role as the uh, honorary consul to Ukraine uh, and what you've seen in that role, uh, really looking at kind of the face and soul of the Ukrainian people. Sure. Well, on a local level here in Utah, I represent the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine here, and that means that I support the Ukrainian community here, uh, which has tripled uh, in the last two years with refugees coming to Utah uh, we were um, at about 12, 1,500 Ukrainians here. Now we're roughly, you know, 4,000 plus. And uh, now they have temporary permits to be here. They're here on humanitarian parole. But our Ukrainian community, um, you know, is thriving and vibrant here in the state. I also help foster economic development uh, between Utah and Ukraine. And there's a lot of economic activity uh, involving Utah businesses in Ukraine. And we, um, we we encourage cultural exchanges. We also host dignitaries, Ukrainian dignitaries here in the state. 
Yeah, and I know uh, you've been uh, very involved in kind of that dual role between World Trade Center Utah and your your role uh, as the honorary consul to Ukraine. Uh, give us a sense of that economic front. Uh, I know there was a, a delegation from Utah that uh, that went over to Ukraine. Uh, give us a sense of that and how those relationships are starting to blossom and uh, what they're actually meaning both here in the state of Utah but also for those in Ukraine. Yeah, so you're right. Last May, um, our Senate president, Stuart Adams, led a delegation to of business leaders and associations and humanitarian nonprofits to Ukraine. Uh, we focused on aerospace and defense, agriculture, technology, uh, and again, a number of humanitarian efforts that are underway. Incredible projects that are happening that are really affecting a large amount of Ukrainians and their families. Uh, our mission was to help their economy. You know, how can Utah help? And we thought to ourselves, we can support their economy by also helping our Utah economy, right? And so um, it was a very successful mission since then, but we, it, was, it was never about a photo op with Zelensky. We did meet with the president. It was about substance, right? And so what we followed that up with uh, two other trade delegations that have been there since. One that, again, that was focused on aerospace and defense, 47G, an incredible association um, focused on that sector in our state, um, uh, uh, had a delegation um, uh, that went in uh, late October. And then we had a healthcare summit. Our life mm. science community um, also went uh, after that. We have others, agriculture, that are, that are planning on going. And so we were the first state to send a trade delegation to support that country. And uh, we're very proud of that. Yeah, I love that. That's uh, very much the Utah model. We always uh, talk about uh, sending that to Washington and beyond. Uh, and this is really one of those beyond moments. And, and it's been interesting to watch that play out over the course of, of just the past year in terms of those uh, those visits that you talked about, uh, both just the, the upfront one in terms of business in general, but then the aerospace, healthcare. Uh, and obviously with all the agriculture, with uh, Ukraine really being the breadbasket there for Europe uh, and all of the challenges that have come uh, based on uh, Russia's invasion there, uh, give us a sense in terms of uh, kind of where things are at the moment. And obviously there's a lot of political debate going on in terms of aid and support mili- militarily uh, to Ukraine. Uh, but what are some of the other conversations that you're hearing or seeing or sensing uh, at this point? Yeah. So what we're seeing is that Putin has kind of constructed this new axis of evil, right, with these with other bad actors that don't like America. And and so Ukraine is in need now more than ever of the West's support, of our support, of the European um, Union support. And it's great to see our allies step up. You know, recently the European Union pledged uh, another 50 billion euro to to support Ukraine and their military needs. Um, you know, in America, I mean, we we believe, um, I think one of our, um, you know, we believe that core, uh, that a strong defense is our best offense. And this, I, I think it's illustrated so importantly right in this scenario where, where we're investing 5% of our uh, defense budget to aid a country without having to send our own men and women in uniform to fight. And, uh, you know, it seems that that is, just an incredible investment as we are decimating Russia's military. There's been, a, unfortunately, a huge uh, loss of life on both sides. Um, but, um, you know, Russia is taking the brunt of that. So 
great investment on our part without having to really send our, you know, uh, men and women in uniform in harm's way. Yeah, no question. And that uh, fight for freedom continues on. Uh, Jonathan Friedman, of course, uh, president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah, uh, talking to us today in that, that also additional role, which is a big one, the honorary consul to Ukraine. And uh, he's been doing that since uh, 2007 uh, to serve as that honorary consul of Ukraine uh, in Utah. And uh, also, just as a, an important side note, uh, was actually recognized uh, and awarded the Order of Merit by President Zelensky, uh, highest honor given to a non-Ukrainian citizen, uh, and understands uh, that deep connection uh, and the the passion for freedom and self-determination uh, that is every bit alive and well in Ukraine today as it is here in the United States of America. Jonathan, thanks for your efforts. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. Uh, That's Jonathan Friedman, uh, once again, from uh, World Trade Center, Utah, honorary consul to Ukraine. Crucial conversation. And yes, we can get caught in the politics uh, of it all. Uh, I think we have to be very aware of what dictators declare they're going to do because they tend to be very transparent and they tend to do it. And so I think there are ways you can make sure that funds are spent well and right and in productive and meaningful ways. And freedom is always worth fighting for. And the United States will always have a role, not to be the world's policeman, uh, but to be a place that supports and sustains those who are willing to fight for their own freedom. And uh, we're two years in now. Uh, The Ukrainian forces continue to show great valor, incredible courage, and that should be matched by the rest of the world because the fight for freedom is all of our fight. We'll be right back. Think again on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson.